0: What does your freedom look like? Imagine a world of infinite, clean energy that goes where you go.
1: It sounded like science fiction, but Fenton Kwan, eccentric wonderkin to the fusion engineering world and CEO of Quantum Mechanics, had actually pulled it off. He invented a personal portable power source using the brilliance of cordless radiant energy. But how do you convince the public to walk around with balls of fusion powerful enough to level a bungalow Listen to this early recording of Quan explaining his revolutionary marketing strategy. Cutesy robot kids and dogs, I call it the Kuju.
0: Your Kuju is more than a power source. It's your snuggly best friend. Here at Quantum Mechanics, the future is kawaii.
1: What you're hearing is an early ad for the Kuju. It's worth noting that Fenton Quan is not Japanese in any way, nor are the lyrics of the song... Kwon just told his marketing to quote, make it more Japanese. Because people like Japanese things stupid.
2: That's why. It's fuzzy, it's got big eyes, and it's got the latest AI. It's adorable. Hell, if I put a schoolgirl skirt on it,
1: those Japanese investors might even try to... What's that? He's been listening for how long? (laughs) Uh, Hello, Mr. Yamamoto. What a joker I am. Hello? After making several conciliatory donations of Japanese orphanages that Kwan was, quote, totally going to build anyway, the Kuju took off. Kujus were helpful, charming, and just made life better. By the time of the Gen 3 launch, the public was cuckoo for Kuju puffs. Listen to the reception outside of the Kuju store.
3: My Kuju's is in- is Bobby. He sings me songs about fire trucks and whistles and keeps my nightlight on.
2: First, it was smartphones, and now it's Cujo's. Kids don't even play
1: outside anymore. Parenting has never
0: been easier. I bought a Cujo to power my home, but it's become a real member of the family. It even argues with my Nona, in Italian. My cuju's name is Riri. It manages my social, and my court-mandated anger management app. Ugh, it's the worst.
1: As cujus became the primary power source, power plants and energy infrastructure dwindled, and only the most essential of services ran on big energy. And soon, even that was a distant memory. A full generation had grown up with Cujus, and the world in which every human had a Cuju by their side had become the norm. And then, Fenton Quan did the unthinkable. He disappeared. Not just him, his factory, the only factory that built replacement Cuju parts, also disappeared. Leaving the authorities scrambling, the public confused, and the opportunistic thrilled.
4: Fenton Kwan is a genius. Get the world hooked on your supply. Yank it away, prices go up. He'll be back, you will see.
1: Are we supposed to be okay with living back in the Stone Age when the last Kuju breaks down? What do you expect us to do? Bring back coal?
3: Wear your hookup. Authentic quantum mechanics parts are close enough to him. But if you ain't got the cash, your Kuju's trash. no. no. Now, the Illuminati
4: made Fenton Quan a figurehead for the lizard race. Now, he's hiding something. Something big. And if you look at this photo, there's no clear absence of reptilian genitalia. Hillary Clinton... I mean, I've met her once. She was very nice and smelled pleasant.
1: The president attempted to quell growing concerns.
4: My administration won't leave good tax-paying citizens high and dry. I already talked to China. They're sending the highest quality replacement parts. Some folks
3: say
0: they're better than Fenton Kwan's.
1: Tentative solutions were made, and we managed to maintain our cuju's well enough to keep society running smoothly. And yet... Fenton Kwan's whereabouts and the fate of quantum mechanics remain a mystery. Without the enigmatic creator of our most critical power source to guide us forward, who knows what lies ahead? (coughs) All right, that's enough exposition. A little bit dramatic at the end, but I'm not wrong.
0: You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 1, Disruptor.
1: cuju Puffs. Listen to the reception outside of the cuju store.
4: Yep, that's how they get ya.
1: This is Ying, already too serious for her early 20s. Currently, she's gazing into the open panel of a Gen 5 milk pig cuju on her workbench. A middle-aged woman looks on nervously.
4: What's the issue?
1: Ying points to a glowing red star underneath the cuju's curly tail. It's, um, it's a robot butthole. There's no way around it.
4: It's the red star burst to death. Your ejector's shot. Anything newer than a Gen 3 Kuju needs the ejector replaced about every six months. Because when it comes to exhaust, what do we say, Luna?
1: Ying's Kuju, Luna, perks up at attention.
3: If a Kuju can't toot, you must reboot. Or else it enters a catatonic state and becomes useless, but
4: that is not a charming rhyme. Always so cheerful.
1: Luna beams. She's a classic Gen 2 puppy cat who's been upgraded and modded, but not in like a trashy way.
4: Sorry, ma'am. Looks like you'll have to find a new ejector. Another ejector? Prices have doubled lately. Isn't there anything else you can do? I can put them out with our recycling so you don't have to schlep them home. How dare you? Mr. Jazz Pants has been powering my home and
3: breastfeeding my children since before you were born!
4: Wait, you installed these mech boobs to feed your kids? I thought it was just a weird kink.
3: That sounds like the beginning of a lifelong complex. You and Luna can save your judgy comments.
4: Mecha-breasts are the most humane way of feeding babies. End of story, period.
3: Come on, Mr. Pants. Oh, 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 it's feeding time, magic.
4: Took a turn. Yeah, some people get way too attached to those things. Mech
3: boobs? No. Her vitals registered stress. Perhaps it has less to do with metal
4: bosoms and more to do with the dwindling kuju replacement supply that threatens our existence? Hey, we're doing all right. I keep you guys in good shape. and Your ejectors always get a little extra mileage.
3: Not everyone is a tinkerer like you. Fun fact! 8,000 people a year choke on the part they're trying to replace on their kujus. A quarter of them don't survive.
4: Why do they put the parts in their mouths? Who knows? Three quarters of them only need minor esophageal surgery. Anyone else coming in today?
3: I have received
4: no messages. Typical. May as well close up then.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
3: A laundry? Ooh, a book club!
1: In the apartment above the workshop, Ying and Luna make their way to a darkened bedroom. Luna turns down her lights respectfully. An elderly woman lies on a small bed in the corner of the room. This is Ying's Granny. Bedridden for the last two years, her condition has steadily declined. Tubes moving blood, oxygen and medication run between her and the compact life support systems by her bed.
4: Granny, are you awake? Cheese, what did she say?
1: Cheeseburger? Granny's faithful fat cat Kuju wakes up and stretches like, well, like a cat. Good
2: afternoon, Ying. I'm doing well, thank you for asking.
4: Oh, look who got the passive aggression patch installed.
2: Shush, I'm trying to listen. She says she's having trouble sleeping. The respiratory aid keeps shutting down intermittently. She also says she can smell the cigarettes on you from here.
3: That's just... Luna's oils. Fun fact! Kuju's do not have glands, and you are a liar! Cheeseburger Diagnostics.
1: Oh no, I hate it when you- <laughs> Cheeseburger involuntarily throws his head back with his mouth wide open. A diagnostic projection shoots out, and Ying takes a close look. Hmm.
4: The readings say your system's been going through brownouts. Are you sure you're feeling fine? I
1: yeah. I feel as fit as always.
4: You still sound like Granny, so at least your stubbornness is still intact.
2: Of course. I am perfectly equipped to care for your Granny as long as... as
1: long as... as long as...
2: as... as...
5: as...
4: as... as...
3: Ass!
1: Ass. Ying peers under Cheeseburger's tail as he continues to glitch.
4: Hold on. His ejector light was disabled. No wonder I didn't catch the ejector wearing down. As
1: As I I wandered lonely
2: as a cloud that floats on... Oh. Uh, Hello, Ying. How nice of you to visit.
4: Cheeseburger, what the hell? Why is your butt indicator off?
2: I disconnected it. Granny said the flashing light kept her up at night.
4: That's the most granny thing I've ever heard. Looks like we'll need a new ejector after all. Luna, what's the average price of Gen 1 ejectors on the market? More than you have left on your credit line. Please don't pawn me. Only if you're good. Come on, let's get that part, I know a guy.
1: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
5: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
1: A short walk later, Ying and Luna arrive at the gate of a well-organized junkyard. Ying takes one last rag on her cigarette and flicks it away. Don't tell Granny.
2: Here we are. I just hit if a insus- it. Whoa, Ying-a-Ling! Make room for my Cujoo horde, huh?
1: Flanked by several miserable Cujus is Marcos. Cujoo hyper and part-hogger, bottle service enthusiast, and pain in Ying's ass. He is the sort of guy who snorts creatine and over-applies chapstick. Did I mention he's been live streaming this whole time?
2: Yo, 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 just say sup to my fans on Quantube.
1: I'm never alone.
2: Jeez, Marcos, how many
4: Coojus do you have?
2: Fourteen here. Got a few more at a la Casa. <laughs> That's Spanish for working from home. You know? Don't tell me you still got that single Gen 2 model.
3: I'm surprised none of my brothers and sisters have hung themselves while serving you. Well, a
2: few of them tried, but turns out they don't need oxygen to live. Those quitter models are used exclusively to charge my vape. It takes more than one? Uh this isn't just any vape. Okay, this is the Michelangelo's David model. Seven feet tall, and a cuju pukes from exhaustion every time I take a massive hit. I mean I've got I've got video of it uploaded if you want to see. This
3: human's need for vaping and attention is worrisome.
2: Well, it's like the old saying goes, if nobody sees you dragon blasting from your vape, Did it even happen? Isn't that right, co heads? Co heads. Like Marcos.
1: (laughs) Duh. Marcos turns his camera on Ying.
2: Everyone say hi to Ying, my very serious and long term girlfriend. (laughs) Hey.
1: Ying grabs the camera and does what we all want to do. I know that was supposed to make me mad, but I am rock
2: hard. Ugh. Hey, if you're looking for an injector, they're all out. I bought the last five when my mini-infinity goldfish pool needed another strobe light. Yang? Oh, she'll be back. Genie, Rocco, Dandan, Dan, Skip, Chester, Dino, Gimpy, One-Eyed Eddie, Flamingo, Pablo Escobar, Hoot Hoot, Randy, Kurtwood, Smith.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You guys like me, right? Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. Now let's go home and you can watch me blow cotton clouds on the Jacuzzi.
1: Gross. As Marcos herds his cuju horde back toward his nasty bachelor pad, Ying and Luna step up to the counter of Vlad and Son's totally legal cuju parts. A warm, burly woman steps forward through the haphazard piles of scrap as two equally burly men hammer away at some sheet metal behind her.
5: Ying! I was my most skilled and beautiful customer. Flattery won't get me married to one of your boys, Vlad. Not even for finest ejector? Please, the fat one can cook and has all his fingers. Skinny one, not so strong, but has all his teeth. Wow, all his teeth. Well, all the important ones. How about
4: I tune up your personal kuju in exchange for that ejector?
5: No problem, marriage is optional. But I give you special ejector replacement from Ukraine. I thought you were Russian. Can't you tell from my perfect regional dialect? I'm Romanian, but nobody here can tell the difference. You want special part or not? As is. Best price. No refund. It's fine!
1: Ying gives a nod to Luna, who hops up on the counter and sniffs at the replacement part.
5: Well, hello, Luna creature. No need for suspicions of Vlad, number one part in all of the (laughs) world. Get off-counter. Counterfeit! The inside is filled with paper clips and
4: nougat. This is how you treat me after all these years of brand loyalty, Vlad.
5: What? No, no. It's no problem. It's prank. <laughs> my idiot-sons, you know, they buy wrong parts sometimes. I sell this funny joke. We laugh. <laughs>
3: Shut up, Yuri!
4: This part was for my granny's kuju. It runs her life support system. And you were gonna sell me cheap chocolate and office supplies as a prank? Ah,
5: look, I level with you. I like you. Most people so desperate for ejector, they not check for nougat. I only do this because two days ago, hippies, they come in, white people dreadlocks, blazing, and take last box of authentic ejectors. Yuri, he do nothing to stop Kunara. Oh, Kunara. shut up, Yuri! They wear masks. Think I don't know them? I know that stink anywhere. Patchouli and vegan cheese. <laughs> you want ejector? You talk to Esther at the local off-off Creed. Like the commercials. Ready to reconnect. (sighs) Look for yurt with most wind chimes, and you will find, Esther. If you try to sell any more
4: fake parts, I'll tell the whole neighborhood what Yuri does with his cuju behind the tool
5: shed. Try it, of this. Shut up, Yuri! But hey, no problem. I sold last nougat-filled part to asshole dipshit fuckface Marcos.
3: (laughs) I just received a message from Cheeseburger. Another brownout. We should get back to Granny.
5: The young people have arrived. Sir.
1: Back in Granny's room, Ying works on a twitching Cheeseburger as Luna plays a Quantube video of an ancient off-off grid ad. Know thy enemy or whatever.
5: Get ready to
3: I find their performative spiritualism rather unsettling.
4: Perhaps I should stay here and look after Granny with Cheeseburger while you go into the forest to find the off-off grid. No, Luna, you're coming with me. I'll need directions, and I can't face a bunch of hippies alone. Cheese will be able to hold down the fort just fine. Okay. Got it. How are you feeling, Cheeseburger?
2: I'm well. What did you do?
4: I bypassed your ejector. It's a temporary solution, but at least you won't have any more brownouts so Granny can, you know, breathe while we're away.
1: Yes, that is preferable. Ying places a hand on Granny's shoulder.
4: Hang in there, Granny. I'll be back sooner than later with that part and get everything back to normal.
1: Three long bus rides later, Ying and Luna stand at the edge of the forest outside of the city.
3: Trail should take us in the correct direction, though I
4: must say it appears severely undermaintained.
1: Your tax dollars at work.
4: Okay, off to nature we go. We'll sneak into this off-off grid compound, find this hippie hick Esther, steal the ejectors back, and be home in time for Survivor Detroit. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh tell me a fun fact about nature, Luna can do. Fun fact, the ticks in this area are vectors
3: for a virulent strain of mind-numbing Lyme disease. Goody. But if the thing that is behind you kills us, Lyme disease will become a much smaller concern. Run!
0: You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 1, Disruptor. Quantum is created by Andres Wong Episode 1, Disruptor Written by Andres Wong With Becca Friesen, Kira Hall Mitchell Rathgeb And Samuel Smith Directed by Andres Wong With performances by Leo Choi Basil Dowd Becca Friesen Ian Geldart, Kira Hall Jonathan Ho Tony Kim Sarah Kulaski Scott Law Chris Siddiqui, Samantha Wan, Andres Wong, and Denise Ewan. Audio by Ryan Coldry, Ian Geldart, and Mitchell Rathgeb. Quantum Theme by Mitchell Rathgeb. Produced by Kira Hall and Andres Wong for Highly Scientific Productions. This podcast was produced with the generous support of Actra Toronto. Hey, thanks to you all for listening. I don't know if you knew, but there are a lot of podcasts out there, and it means a lot that you tuned in to our Humble Mini Series. If you liked it, please share the heck out of it, and tell your friends to tune in. See you soon for Episode 2, Organic Content.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.
3: Sonar! Step into the world of power, loyalty,